0: We're all about Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode seven of Kingdom Talk. I'm your girl Jacinta, and I'm so happy to be back here with you. It's been a long time, but I'm happy to be back for episode seven, and we're just going to get right into it. Okay, so in the beginning of the year, I was sitting in my car and I was on Snapchat. I was playing around on Snapchat because I thought it was cute. (laughs) Whatever. And God gave me three things to do for the beginning of the year. Now, let me just give you a little bit of history. Two thousand nineteen was one of the toughest years. Like I was scratching and surviving, trying to survive, man, I'm telling you. Wavering in my in my walk and, you know, and it's just being real, you know, not do nothing like phew, so huge, whatever. But, you know, no sense, you're in the other set. Um, but, yeah, just going back and forth with my past and oh do i do I stay over here? do I miss out what God has for me? God, do you have anything for me over here? And I'm just kind of wavering, God, I know you said this, but God, I don't know because when you constantly feel like you're in battle and battle and battle, it meant, I'm telling you I was like uh, like a like a like a rocky boat, I'm telling you. You know, I didn't know where, I was like, what in the world? So 2019 was a tough year. A lot of lessons was learned that year. A lot of attacks that year. But in the beginning of 2020, God gave me three things to do. I call it the three R's. And I'm not going to lie to you. Coming in 2020, well, leaving out of, leaving out of, twenty nineteen, December as I went to this conference, any year strong conference. I got my you know, my my drive back, my you know, I was like, All right, I got this, I got this. Man, <laughs> January kicked my butt. January twenty twenty kicked me in the face. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, this is my year, what is happening? What is happening? And so uh, I got caught up, I got caught up, man, I got caught up into what I was going through financially, I got caught up into what I was, what I thought I was losing over here and that I wasn't going to have this promise over here. So I got caught up and like, man, I feel like a rocky boat. And so in the beginning of, of 2020, God gave me three R's. Um, It was redefine, realign, refocus, redefine, realign, refocus. And mind you, I was just sitting on Snapchat when this just, you know, he just put this in my spirit. Jacinta, you have to redefine, realign, and refocus, all right? So recently, you know, I wrote it down because I, I, didn't write, I, I didn't write it down. I was just saying, I just said because I usually, if I hear it, and I'll just say it. And so I'll save the recording or something, but I just decided to write it down. So as I'm writing it down, he gives me a fourth thing. And so it's a fourth letter, a floor a fourth R, fourth R word. So it's now redefine, realign, refocus, and reinvent. All right. So that's redefine, realign, refocus, and reinvent for those who're taking notes. Cause look, no, I'm a note taker. Okay? I'm a note taker. Um, at least try to be. I've I I've gotten better at it. Um, but I believe that, you know, mental notes is not enough. I need to see it. <laughs> But anyways, all right, so let's get right into it. Redefine, uh, define again or differently, give new meaning to something, give a new meaning to something, all right? So redefine is to define again or differently, give new meaning to, okay? That is redefine, all right? And so it was like, I was just getting bits and pieces of what redefine was. And I really didn't get the full meaning of what redefined really is until I actually wrote it down. That's why I say writing is very important, you know. And I've always been a writer, you know, even though the enemy would try to cripple me sometimes and cause me not to write. But I've always been a writer. I've always enjoyed writing. I always found freedom in writing. But, and so I didn't really know the full the full depth of what he really, what redefine was. So I started to write and I started to look and I started to research. And so, um, <clears throat> redefine, I talked about redefining your relationships. Um, you hear that on any of my, uh, our other podcasts, you know, um, or other episodes you hear us say all the time, redefine relationships, redefine toxic family members, redefine the relationships that you have with family and friends and etc. cetera, all right? But you know what? What I'm realizing more and so more so now is that redefine has to start with you. You have to redefine you. What defines uh, the current you, okay? Find that out and in order to move forward you have to redefine yourself you will have to begin with understanding who you are and what you want at this point in time in your life all right so that's one thing okay that's the steps of redefining okay determine what defines the current you and then to move forward and redefine yourself you will have to begin with understanding who you are and what you want at this point in time Damn. So I was like, wow. So in order for me to redefine this relationship, I must establish within myself what what I want. Who am I and what I want at this point in time in my life and as I move forward. You know, because I couldn't really redefine relationships and redefine uh relations, relations with family and friends and business, whatever. I couldn't really... I didn't really know how to until I understand where I want to go in my life, who I want to become in my life and where I'm at in my life and whom I'm becoming at this point and at this time and what I really want, what I really want. And so I had to really understand, okay, Jacinta, really back up. Like what do you want in your life at this time? When you know what you want in your life at this time, then it'll become easier to redefine relationships because you know what you do not want. Hmm. So, all right. Another step to redefining is exploring your relationship with your creator and yourself. Think about how you spend your time alone. All right. Woo, what? Mmm. Do are we having enough alone time? I mean, is our alone time consumed by social media? ouch and amen ah okay is our alone time consumed by tv is our alone ouch and amen to that too is our alone time consumed by wanting to talk to this person wanting to hear this person's voice or you know wanting how is our alone how do we spend time alone okay how is our alone time and I can say ouch and amen to all that, social media, wanting to hear a hoo-hoo voice, um, uh, TV, Netflix, hey, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, all right, I can say ouch and amen to all that, because really, I am not spending time with my creator and with um, myself, all right, and I know everybody some not everybody, but some people have this thing you know where they believe that you know you weren't created by God and blase blase listen to me, listen, you were created by god, you were not you were not created uh uh by mankind, you were not created from a monkey i well, come come on, you guys like let's let's be real but People think that, but that's not true. That's not true. Because I'm going to take us right now. I'm going to take us right now, you guys. And I was, um, I've been telling you, uh, I've all, I always give scripture. Um, I'm actually on the Bible app and I'm actually reading this plan called, uh, by, I think her name is Jeannie Allen and it's called get out of your head. And it's such a great plan. Um, I'm only on the first day, but, uh, I'm I'm going to come from uh 2 Corinthians uh 10:3 and 5. All right? And like I said I always give scripture to back everything up because the word of God can do that. The word of God can back itself up. Okay. All right, and so in 2 Corinthians um 10 uh Three through five and verse five, it lets us know that Paul, the apostle Paul, he understood the war that takes place in our thoughts, Um how our circumstances and imaginations can become weapons. And you'll also find this also in the plan. Like I said, that plan is getting out of my head, get out of my head by Jeannie Allen. And so he um Apostle Paul talks about, you know, he really understood, you know, the war that happens. Okay. Um, the how our circumstance and our imaginations can become weapons that undermine our faith and our hope. Uh the Bible records his bold declaration that we are to take every thought captive to obey Christ. Ugh. Uh, uh. <laughs> you guys. I ain't gonna lie. That's hard, that is listen, uh, and I was just talking to my sister, but I'm like, man, yo, that is tough, yo, like taking like especially when you're in that alone time when you're when you're in that alone time, and it's like yo, dang it. What am I doing with myself? Like what what do what do what, 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 what am I doing with myself, you know? And so what I started what started to help me, I started working out again. Yay. I started working out again and I actually like it, you know, and but the working out is just it's 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 benefiting me in so many ways. You know, it's benefited me in so many ways, and not just health, but my mind. It's it's putting those emotions in 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 place and balancing. You know, creating some balance in my my mind. All right, and exploring your relationship with God. I I've, I've been talking to God more. I've been I've, I've been thinking. I've been talking to God more. Like you know, and and I've been i I'll, I'll be up late at night, or I'll get up early in the morning, and I'll just be talking to God and just crying out, you know, and and I always tell God, you know, how much I love him because he loves me. I, and I in how thankful I am that he loves me. Because look, listen. Mm, I ain't, I ain't that easy. Like I it's challenging, you know. <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm just so grateful that he loves me like in spite of in spite of me. And just exploring that relationship that between my father, my father and I, is just like, it's so beautiful because it's like, man, you, you really love me. Like, yo, ugh, really, you know, and it just amazes me every single time. And when I think about all the, even through all the stuff I went through, through, through the years, 2019 and, and so on. And I just be like, man, you've kept me. Man, you covered me, oh my gosh, you protected me what's happening y'all you cast you, you- you casting down stuff you can't. and when them thoughts and stuff when they creep up in your mind, you just start remembering God, you love me, God, you kept me, and what I just did, even so even in my negative thoughts, even in my when thoughts want to keep it in your mind self defeating thoughts self sabotaging thoughts, man, I just think about God, you kept me, God, you love me, God, you watch over me, what is that doing that is taking every evil imagination captive and casting it down, bringing it subject to the knowledge of God that yes, God loves you. Yes. God's kept you. God, yes. God's covered you. Yes. God still bless you. Even in your mess, even in my mess. And so just exploring that is just, it's freedom in that it's freedom in that. And so in my alone time, like I said, I will, I'm, I'm going to get up and work out, you know, I'll, I'll get on my knees and I'll begin to talk to God. I'll begin to cry out to God, you know, and, and our way of communicating ain't probably like everybody else's way. My way of communicating with God ain't probably like your way, which is fine, which is fine. Even when I'm in the car and I'm riding down the street and I want to get mad, you know, and I'll be like, God, you just love me. Cause Lord, I'm such a mess. And I'll be like. What? What? Come on now! All right. So, anyways, number three, and redefining, re- redefining. Uh, talk to your creator about you. How do you speak to yourself? What are you saying to, uh, to you, uh, when no one is present? What are you saying to yourself? Sometimes we get, we get so, we get so down on ourselves you know, but the word reminds us, the word reminds us who we are. Like it's the living word. God's word reminds us who we are. We have to understand that Jeremiah one and five lets us know that God formed us. He created us. He knew us before he formed us. He knew us. Okay. That's the exploring the relationship with your creator and things like that. And that's talking to your creator about yourself. So my creator who knows me, he knows me from the inside out. He knew me before he even formed me. He knew me. So before I was even formed in my mother's womb, he knew me and had appointed me already. Ah, don't you just find freedom in that? Mm, I find so much freedom in that. That this wonderful, marvelous, loving Kind, merciful, gracious God, this father, this king, the king above every king, okay? He, before he even formed me, he already knew me. Come on now. And see, when you form something, you, you mold it. You, you, you form it the way that you desire, with the way that you see fit. Man, I am, I am fitted for, 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 for a king's eye. Come on now. Come on. Thank you, God. And so we. how do you how do you talk to God about you? What does God say? Because sometimes we, sp- we focus so much on our failures and so much on our mistakes and so much on what people say and try to find validation through other people and all oh, their opinion. But what is God saying about you? What are you saying about you? What are you saying that God is saying about you? God is saying that I am healed, I am whole. God is saying that I am beautifully and fearfully made. God is saying that I am redeemed, I am restored, I am loved. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I'm the lender, not the borrower. God is saying all these wonderful things about me. And I know I'm a mess, but shoot, am I going to keep on talking as a mess? Or I'm going to say about myself what my father says about me. What is what is like? If you think about it, if someone or you keep saying to yourself, "I'm ugly," "I'm this," "I'm sad," "I'm depressed," "I'm this," "I'm that," "I'm I suck," "I I this," don't that make you feel really depressed and sad? That makes me feel really down. But when I'm saying, "I'm loved," "I'm whole," "I'm healed," "I'm I'm i I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm beautiful," "I'm wonderful," "I'm I'm I'm I'm." I am redeemed. I'm restored. That, that gets me so happy. Like, yeah, give me pump. Give me real pump. You pumped. I pumped. <laughs> so, you guys, those are the steps to redefining yourself, redefining where you are, understanding what you want at the time that you want it, at the time that you at this point in time in your life. Understand the things that you need. All right. You don't need people in your corner, or your corner, who's just going to. Flatter you and just so oh yeah, you're just so amazing. Oh my god. And like how great are you? Oh my god. But then you don't need people in your corner either who are just wanna bash you. Yeah, everything you do is wrong. You're <laughs> no, you need balance. You need balance. You need you need people in your life who is able to correct you and also at the same time able to celebrate you too. Come on, yes. Celebrate me, but correct me. Because correction leads to more celebration. Mm. Why I say that? Because it's someone who um, is a trusted friend or whatever, you trust them to be honest with you, right? You trust them to correct you. Knowing that correction, okay, constructive criticism is never bad for you. It's only to make you better. So as you become better, you become better in your job. You become better in your field. You become better in your business. You become better in in, in your relationships. You become better, better, better in how you handle people. You become better with your attitude. And knowing that becoming better causes more celebration, Cause it's more celebration. You don't want people in your corner who tells you that, oh, whatever, let you leave, let you live this mediocre life, and oh, it's okay. You know that's just who you are. That's just how you are. No, that's not who you are. Because if we if we always have that, that's who I am and that's how I am. Oh well, oh well mentality. Then you know you have become stagnant. You have become complacent. You and that means you have allowed no room in your life for you to grow. All right, all right. So. Anyways, let's move forward, you guys, because I don't want to run out of time because I've got so much to share. Um, So uh, the next one was realign. Realign, change or restore to a different or former position or state. Change one's position or attitude, all right, with regards to a person, organization, or cause. I like that first line right there change or restore to a different or former position or state. Ah, I love that. Okay. My my state, my original state. I don't know about y'all's state, but mine is the plan, the will of God. God's purpose and God's plan for my life. Like I said, God gave me these 3 Rs, okay? And just recently a fourth R, but realign was one of them into in our original state, our original purpose. Original plan is God's plan for our lives. If you ever realize you go to a chiropractor, right? Like early on when I got when I moved to North Carolina, I went to see a chiropractor, and it's like I had some my, my spine was a little off, you know, it was a little, a little crooked in the spine, whatever. And, um, you know, as a chiropractor starts begins to work on your body, begins to work on your spine, and all that stuff, everything starts getting that was misaligned starts getting back in line, right? It starts getting realigned, right? So that's how it is with the will of God. Now, sometimes life and our decisions and what we, and, and our desires, our lustful desires, they, 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 they take us off the track. They take us off God's will. God's align, they misalign us. They cause us to go from the will of God, All right. And then we know from the will of God, that's when, you know, you're out there, you ain't covered, you just out there doing you whatever, you know, not thinking about God. God's will is like, hey, I'm over here. I'm over here. I want what's best for your life. But you're still trying to chase this. And I can I can testify to that, you guys, because for so long, for years upon years, I have misaligned myself with God's will. And so I'm thinking that I'm supposed to still receive God's blessing, and even though he was so gracious to still bless me, hallelujah. He was so <laughs> gracious to still bless me, but still I realized that I was longing and missing um, my father's love because I was so I was so misaligned. It's like I didn't, even even me following my own lust and my own desires, I felt voids, I felt empty. I'm just like, man, what is this? What is going on? I, I come on. And it's just like, I said, you know what, Lord, if you would help me to realign myself back with your will, back with your purpose for my life, all right, and keep me there, help me to stay there because we, you know, we, within ourselves, we, we just can't, we, within ourselves and within our own power, we just can be like, oh yeah, hmm I'm going to do God's will today. I'm telling for me, it don't work that way. For me, it don't work that way. Yes, I choose to do God's will, but yes, I need help. To do God's will. And that's what the Holy Spirit is there for. That's what the Holy Spirit is in you on, on the inside of you for. Because the Bible lets us know, as we acknowledge God in all of our ways, He will, He will, not you will, but as I acknowledge God in all of my ways, He will direct my path. All right? The Holy Spirit is our leader, our teacher, our guide. He is the one that orders our steps. Okay, so as I acknowledge God in all of my ways, He will direct my path. He will make my crooked path straight. It is he. It is he. God once God told me back in 2018 and 2019, I want to partner with you. And he tells me to this day, I want to partner with you for your success. I don't want you out there out there by yourself. I want to partner with you. Man, this is this is bomb. I think it's I think that's amazing that this this wonderful big guy, bigger than big God, wants to partner with me. Come on now. Want to partner with me for my success? I, I think that's amazing. Alright, so so realign. So I I I I I change my position. Now, I changed my position. I changed my attitude. Okay? My attitude was, oh, I want to do what I want to do. Hey, not, whatever, whatever. Now, I'm changing my attitude. Say, because you know what, God? I don't want to do what I want to do anymore. I want to do what you want me to do. Because what I want to do over here, it's clearly a waste of time. Because I keep running into some jokers. I keep doing things I ain't got no business doing. I, I don't want to do me. I don't want to do me. I want to do you how you want me to do. Okay, I want to do your will and your assignment for my life, all right? Because like I said, in, in his word, he, he lets us know, I knew you before, you before I even formed you in your mother's womb, I already knew you. So if I'm looking outward, I'm looking at outward to find out who I am when the only one who really knows who I am, truly knows who I am, is my creator, And if you're not connected to my creator, hmm, how do you know who I am? You just give your opinion of me based off what you see or based off what you heard. Ah, glory. Glory be to God. Okay. And so now we are redefined, we know where we want, we know where we stand, we know how we're going to do this relationship over here, we're not going to be mingling this stuff over here, this friend who was a friend uh, we're going to put you over here with the associate side, we just redefine some stuff, family members who are toxic, uh, we redefine you because tough love requires decisions especially for to- toxic family members alright, and friends, so we're just going to redefine, now we have realigned, we realigned back to God's will and God purpose for our lives and saying, you know what, God, we don't want our will because our will is detrimental. Our will will mess us up. And so God, we want to realign to your original state and your original position for our lives. And now we refocus. Bam. Now we refocus. Refocus is to adjust the focus of a lens or 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 one's eyes focus on something new or different now I'm taking my focus off the fact that I want to be married I want to have children I want to have this by this age I want to have that by that age I'm taking my focus off of that now I realign my focus on what matters to God at this present time God what matters to you now watch this yes God is concerned with every area of our lives Uh uh-huh So he knows the desires of our hearts. He knows the things that we wanna do, he knows it. He's not trying to keep it from us, but he just got some things that he wants to get to first, all right? The Bible lets us know that, say, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. So God is not in the dark about our desires and what we want, it's just that, are we gonna have enough courage and enough faith to trust him and to trust his timing for our lives, and so now I got my focus back. I got my focus back on my purpose. I got my focus back on the things that he's calling me to do. I got my focus back on serving. I got my focus back on uh, on pleasing him and worshiping him and praising him and spending time with him. And I I I I, I totally I t- I'm totally refocusing on what matters to him. What matters to him in this time of my life. What matters to him. What matters to him is that. Be, us becoming whole in our souls. We try to have mates and, and we try to have uh, go on dates. But you know what? Your soul is a little discombobulated. You're all over the place in your soul. You ain't healed from what mommy and daddy did down here. You ain't healed from what sister or uncle Johnny did up there. You ain't healed from what that ex did back there. You, Come on now. You ain't healed from rejection. You ain't healed from neglect and abandonment. And so God is trying to do some root work, some soul work, all right? So now I got my focus back, becoming healthy and whole, being the person that he's called me to be, all right? And then, last but not least, you have reinvent, okay? I like that. Reinvent time, all right? (laughs) Listen, real transformation can never come without... Redefining a realigning and a refocusing. Real transformation can never come without that. Okay. And we'll listen, we'll probably have a part two of this, but for right now, I gotta get this out because it frees me so much knowing that my transformation, who I am, is found in Christ. It is not found in people, it is not found what was done to me, it is not found. No, those were stepping stools I used. Okay, that God used. But my real transformation is found in Christ and what God has called me to do. And now when I reinvent, let me go to reinvent, you guys, because let me tell you about um, reinvent and what it means to reinvent. All right. So reinvent. To change the way that you behave or the things that you do so that people think of you as a different kind of person. Listen, Bishop Ivy Hillier said this, and I want to I wanna say it right. If I say it wrong, forgive me, Bishop. But as a man weighs, please, okay, he says, he says, what well, the Bible says, as a man's ways please the Lord. But Bishop says this, Bishop says, when you, rock, when you walk a righteous course long term. Okay. when you walk a righteous course long term, God will change your resume. He will. I I hope I'm quoting it right. But those are the things that stood out to me. God will literally change your resume. And that's what it means to me to reinvent. And if I walk a righteous course long term, he he puts me in the company of the people, the places and things that I need to know. God puts me in the company of the people and the places of things I need to know. So I don't have to worry about who don't like me over here. I don't have to worry about what they saying over here. I don't have to try to control your thoughts on how you think about me. Because when I walk a righteous course long term, put, God puts me in the, the company of the people, the places and things I need to know. Come on now. God totally rewrites and changes my resume. And that's what it means to reinvent. All right? It means to change your behavior. Have people think something totally like when your haters see you, they be like, dang, I, I don't like her, but I love her. They become bipolar with it. They, don't, they become bipolar with it. Dang, I don't like her, but I love her because the glory on her life. And people are going to see the glory of God, the hand of God on your life. And I believe that. I believe as you redefine yourself, as you redefine where you are right now, as you redefine your relationships, as you realign your will back to God's will, as you refocus back on the things that matter to God, hallelujah, I feel like, y'all you know, I feel to preach, I, I preach up in my soul. <laughs> I'm preach, but I thought I preach with but I believe that when that is when real transformation can take place, that's when you can really reinvent yourself and not through your lens, not through your lens, not with your, by your own power, but by the power of God. And that's what he wants to do, to, do through us and for us. And I believe that, and we'll have a part two on this, you guys, we'll come back. Like I said, I just wanted to get this out because, you know, God put that on Um, on on my in my spirit, you know, in the beginning of the year, and walking out this year, and even for the for the what is we only what three months in, whoo boy, whoo, tough cookie. Okay, it's 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 tough out here, (laughs) but it's but it but it's it's gracefully done. It's God does things that's just like man. Even though when you're getting hit with stuff back to back, back to back, it's like, God is like, I'm the common storm. Amen. And when you begin to see the common storm, wow, you, I'm amazed. I'm amazed by how wonderful God is to me. Yes, I'm undeserving. I, I didn't I didn't do anything good. Didn't do anything good, you know, <laughs> to receive God's mercy. Okay. you You can't, you can't buy God's mercy. You can't buy God's grace. You know, you can't do no good work. The Bible says your, your good worth is as filthy rags. So I didn't do anything good to receive his grace or mercy. I'm just thankful. I'm just thankful. I'm just thankful at a time in my life that I'm understanding what it is to redefine, to realign, to refocus and to reinvent myself through him. So, y'all come back here on for, for episode eight um, as we just take this thing a little bit further. You know, I want to hear your input. You know, I hope you guys took notes because, like I said, I need to see it down on paper. I am a note taker. You know, mental notes are just not enough for me. Um, But you guys come back. And I went over my time just a little bit. But... Before we leave, I want you guys just to say this prayer with me. And I don't take it, I don't take it for granted that everyone knows Christ Jesus. All right. But if I have the opportunity to ever to ever win a soul to Christ, that is one of the greatest, greatest rewards. All right. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, I know without Jesus, I'm lost. I thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for me. I repent now for all of my sins. <clears throat> And I ask to be a part of your family. Restore me. Make me whole. As I start this journey with you. I love you and I thank you. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Alright. And before we go. Just because, we're in a, just because we were given a new day so graciously by, by our father. I want us to repeat this prayer you guys. <clears throat> God help me break the cycle of my out of control thoughts. I want your truths to invade every decision, every emotion, and every thought I have. Amen. So again, you guys, if you guys have the Bible app, I'm on, I am actually reading a plan by Jenny Allen called Getting Out of My Head um, and get out of, get out of your head. And it's such a great, it's such a great plan, especially those who started to redefine, realign and refocus and reinvent knowing that it starts in your mind. It starts in your mind first in order for you to do to redefine anything. It starts in your mind first, redefine your thoughts. What have you been thinking? What have you been meditating on? Redefine it so that you can realign, refocus and reinvent through Christ. So you guys join me back here for episode eight. I love you. Thank you so much. Peace. She was all about kingdom hey. And, that's what I and that's what I